This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. Welcome back to the Geek Pants Campcast. I am Ken Levitsky, and this is the wonderful, amazing, one-of-a-kind Chris Mercy. And today, we will be continuing the Monster March with apparently one of Chris's favorite films, Cloverfield. <laughs> but first, Chris, you know what? I'm gonna, you say hi first. I'm, I'm talking too much. I actually was going to cut you off and do this big, huge thing. We're like, eh, you know what? I'm not really ready to do this. Oh. You did such oh. a good intro. Is that good? That I was like... And, not, and then I'm talking like, even before you got to sing in my praises, mm -hmm. before you got to that point, I was like, you know what, I'm going to let this That was a good part, though. I'm going to let this ride out. Yeah. I literally was going to be like, oh, I'm not ready. We've got to redo this and and do this thing where I think it's funny, and it probably wasn't. <laughs> but no, you did uh, You did a phenomenal intro. Thank you. You, Thank you are also one of a kind. Oh, appreciate it, buddy. Mm -hmm. We're going to give a quick shout out to a new subscriber on our YouTube channel. We got another new one? We got a new one. His name is Chris Darrell, or Darrell. Okay, you well, don't, Chris... You don't, you don't work with him, right? I don't believe okay, I sometimes, know Chris Darrell. So, sometimes you, you, Darryl you know the Darryl? person. Chris Darrell is subscribing. So, thank you, Chris. Also, thanks to um, uh, someone who, who's been subscribing for a while, but they've been talking quite a bit on our, our videos, Excellent. commenting a lot. Uh, his name is... Well, he goes by Second Street Marvel. Ah. He has a YouTube channel, which is fantastic, Chris. Okay. I highly recommend checking it out. I will he immediately subscribe. Movies and comics and all the geeky stuff we but, already love. But not as good as us, though. Not as good as like us. Like, it's a fantastic channel, but not as good. Well, I mean, it's just him versus us. Okay. The handicap match right off the bat. That's true. That is true. So it is an unfair advantage We usually bring weapons to the game. Always. We I are mean, the deadly duo. Yes. So, Second Street Marvel. Thank you, but do not get in our way. No, I'm joking. Or am I? No. Oh, no. No, no. We'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, but no, check out his uh, channel. It's amazing. So Yeah, I will uh, I will check it out tonight, and I will more than like, I will subscribe tonight, because, I mean, why not? Right? Yeah, I'm subscribing. So, uh, but thank you. Thank you for that. Really he's actually doing, uh, he just got to uh, 100 subscribers himself. Hey! And he's, he's, Congratulations. Doing, he's doing a giveaway. That is amazing. So, I mean, technically, We're close. Technically, We're what, 66 now? Yeah, about that. 65, 66. I think we're at 66. People just don't really want that gong, I guess. It's all right. It's in my closet. Yeah. It's waiting. You know? It's waiting. Hey, there's also the uh, possibility that uh, I'll eat a ketchup sandwich at some point, too. So mm, I will never forget that. I still have the piece of paper that you signed. Yep. Yep. I will uh, I will definitely, definitely do that. But now back to one of, uh, what did you call it? One of my favorite movies of all time? All time. Cloverfield. It's not. <laughs> it's not one of my favorite movies of all time. Now... Should we just dive right into the negativity? Because I'm dying to know what changed between your original viewing. Has it been the full 10 years since you watched this last? Yes. So full 10 years. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so taste change. Obviously, I said the same thing about the host, how I like it more than I used to. Yeah, uh, taste change. Um, what it was, what it is, um, that gets me. And it's not that this is a bad movie, okay? Mm -hmm. It's still a good movie. Uh, the things that I like 
are really, really well done. Really, really well done. What it is, is the fact that he's got a fucking camcorder on the entire time. This is how the story is being played out. Mm -hmm. It's not a GoPro, okay? They literally say this is from a camcorder. Yeah, it's like a handheld Sony type. So it's a handheld Sony type. I actually Googled camcorders in that year just to make sure that there was no other, like, head attachment or something that he could use. So now, once I made that connection, and I think I let it slide the first time around, but or I didn't really pay too much attention to it, but the fact that now every time I see like him look at something, he's doing it like this. Here's his hand with his camcorder. So this whole thing is going on, this horrible monster alien thing we don't really know is destroying the city, and he has one hand glued to his fucking head with a camcorder mm -hmm. the whole time. So now I've kind of got it like those cameras. I know those kind of cameras because my parents had one. They had that flip out screen that you could tilt, rotate, and you could flip it backwards. So I kind of had like he's running, but he's kind of like this because camera is like this when when he's running. Okay. So he could be holding it and just watching the screen in front because he's very hardcore in the whole into the whole documented thing of the film. You're... He, he says that numerous times of documenting this. No, I know, I know. In I that T.J. Miller voice, I'm documenting this. I know they said that he, but that's it. They also when they every time they say that, I go, "You're purposely calling attention to this." I would probably have preferred you don't continue saying this because then I could be like, "Well, whatever." But even if, and you're right, they have the flip yeah. outs. Even yeah. if we're here, my my brain still goes, "This is the end of the world scenario." Okay. Like, I mean, whether it is or isn't, you must be thinking this is an end-of-the-world scenario. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically what you're doing is you're, you're doing whatever you can not to die, mm -hmm. while at the same time trying to get your ex-girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, okay. You are a filmmaker. Okay. You're in this end-of-the-world scenario. What are your thoughts? Are your thoughts, yet to devote one of my hands to documenting all of this, or is it Let's just do whatever we can to survive. That's the main point of contention for me that continuously took me out of the movie. Now, it's tough because all the other characters say to him numerous times, get rid of the fucking camera. Uh-huh. And he's not a smart dude in the movie. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking he's maybe documenting this to become rich or famous. One of the two. Okay. But regardless of those things, okay, yep. no, I'll accept those. I'll okay. actually accept those. Uh, but it'll it still makes me mad. Okay. It still okay. makes me mad, so I'm not necessarily bummed out when he's killed. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. You know what I mean? But at the same time, after that... It's not as bad as Blair Witch Project, where they had a fucking camcorder like this, and they're holding it through, through the whole movie. Yeah, that one, yeah. That one's worse. That one's certainly you worse. Uh, but, like, but then again, after the fact that once he's killed, spoilers. Once he's killed, though, the other remaining people are like right back into filming, and, then, and so again, I'm just like, that's even stupider. You spent the whole movie going, get rid of the camera, get rid of the camera, and then finally they're just like, let's just keep the camera. So that's one of the main reasons why 
I didn't like this nearly as much as I did the first time around. Okay. Okay. That's so. Would you say it's ahead of its time? It'd be better today with a GoPro type of deal. Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. Because then you could argue. So if that didn't come out in two thousand eight, you would maybe enjoy it more. Well, because you could just say it's a chest strap GoPro, still has his hands. Hell, you could even just have it so that he forgot that it's on. Like you could even have a scene where somebody goes, "Is that even on?" And he kind of goes, "Oh yeah, it is." Okay. Then leave it. Right. Okay. Um. Or tweak it so that it's not just his camera that's telling the story, but security cams throughout the city. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or even piece together from other cameras that they have found, like at least in that regard. But that really, really took me out of it. And, even, and I'll accept your answers. Like, yeah, okay, he's dumb and he's looking at, at his uh, uh, get rich scheme and even all his friends are like, this is stupid. Let, let it go. Mm-hmm. Then it's just more aggravating because then it's just like you're a fucking idiot you know um other than that the only other negatives I had was um I didn't really like the acting as much this time around oh okay I mean I'm a sucker for Lizzie Kaplan right Mm -hmm. um (laughs) I fucking laughed when I saw T.J. Miller I was like Alright! Wow! Okay! Because I, I thought at this point we would never be reviewing a movie with him in it ever again. So, so We had to go back in time yeah, that's right. to do another one. So I was yeah. like, okay, alright. And I watched this at night so I didn't have the volume up too loudly. So, uh, and, uh, no, I had uh, captions. That's right, I had closed captions. Okay. So a lot of the, the dialogue I, I missed a bit. But there, like some of the actual intense scenes, I kind of turned it up because I wanted to, to feel the acting. Um, I mean, it's not that it's all bad per se, but I, I wasn't really. It honestly, it may have been because I was like constantly being like, oh, this fucking hand cam, like this fucking Sony hand cam thing is gonna just drive me nuts. So I may have been a little bit unforgiving in that regard but then again if you think about it what have these actors have done since like aside from like Lizzie Cap like the actual name ones that you recognize none of them really done anything since a lot of TV work most of them went to TV so nothing fantastic nothing important mm. <laughs> your careers are garbage so you should, <laughs> should just quit now so actually I looked that up because um, I like the cast in this and I, I, I like the acting um, actually I thought everyone did a really good job my favorite is actually probably uh, Jessica Lucas, who played Lily in the movie, the, the black woman, the girlfriend of yeah, her brother. She, she's amazing in this movie. She's really good. She was really good. I really, yeah. uh, I was, like, like, I don't know. Who's actually, <laughs> spoilers, she's the only one that survives in the movie, too. Uh, does she, though? Well, it shows her helicopter leave. Yeah, but... We don't know if she did or not, but as far as we know, she it's did. She's still alive. And, I mean, if you watch 10 Cloverfield Lane, and if you watch The Cloverfield Paradox... Did you like that movie? I enjoyed that Paradox? I liked it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I got definite Event Horizon vibes from it. Yep. Yep. I enjoyed it a lot. I, uh... I don't think it... It it got so much hate, and I don't think it was deserved. Yeah, I didn't, uh... I mean, it's not a great movie. I'm not going to give you that it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. I actually liked 10 Cloverfield Lane better. Or 
Quality-wise, 10 Cloverfield Lane is the most solid of the three. But uh, enjoyment-wise, it's the original for me. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Now, uh, I will say, because while, yeah, that's certainly a huge negative, the monster, the Cloverfield, the actual Cloverfield monster... Clover. Amazing. Is so good. Incredible. So good. Like, I, I love the fact that Matt Reeves and uh, the designers and everything were talking about the creature when they were making it, and they were like, we want this creature to act um, like it's afraid. And yes. there's nothing more terrifying than an animal, a giant animal, when it's afraid. Like an elephant when it's scared and I love the fact that they're even saying that this is a baby. Yeah. Like, they're saying... Calling out for his mother. This is a baby, looking for its mom. Mm -hmm. S scared, you're right. Like, this is... And... Even but the design, I loved that this looked like a fucking like alien design. Yeah, it was scary, but also there was a times where it was, you could be sympathetic towards it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, everything about the Cloverfield monster itself was great. Like yeah. across the board, the parasites that fall off it and, and crawl. I thought that was a really nice. Those touch. are so awesome. When they bite you, you explode. Oh man! Oh, Lizzie Kaplan blowing up. Ugh. I was like. <laughs> and uh, luckily, like, it had been so long that I had, I was like, I remember bit parts, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, I jumped when she exploded. I was like, oh my god, holy shit. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my god, that's horrifying. Yeah. You know, so that was crazy. Um, like, but man, like, everything about the actual Cloverfield and, and that aspect was amazing. I thought that was awesome. Um, I even liked the, uh, like the actual ending where you you know like they're like okay you, she gets away and you're like oh that's awesome but I love how they have that little kick at the end where she's like it's still alive mm. you're just like oh fuck <laughs> like yeah. god damn it yeah but uh, like that that's what really sold the movie for me and saved the movie for me okay because even when I first watched this I was like ah it's found footage so I don't know about this like I'm talking like the first time I watched it in the theater and when when it was coming out. All I was reading on online, because like, yeah, forums, I guess, because I wasn't really reading websites, but was like, people are leaving the theater. They're getting sick and they're leaving. Like, yeah, it's I, causing motion sickness. Yeah, I remember hearing that too, and I was like, well, I'm glad I've never had that happen to me. Like, mm -hmm. I've never had that happen to me. Yeah. You know, not that I watched a ton of found footage movies, but I've watched enough. But then again, I guess it's also, I mean, playing first person shooters, like, not that I was ever a huge fan, but the games that I did really like. Like Goldeneye, yeah, uh, or the Borderlands series. That's another one. Borderlands Three apparently is at some point coming out. Mm. So it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Most of these are pipeline games, like I mentioned in the last yeah. video. Uh, but uh, maybe it's because of the first person stuff that you get used to that kind of shit. Well, yeah, because the screen's going and you're looking around and. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So just accustomed to it, I guess. But I mean, I think the uh, part of it though is you can control the screen, yeah. so I can kind of see how some people wouldn't be able to control where the camera's going could mm. be thrown off by that but it was weird to hear same with the Blair Witch that was another one that was the first one that, that I heard people were like leaving because they were getting motion sickness and you're just mm. like oh shit I didn't get that either no, no. I, I mean I, I don't mind the whole shaky it's overused now I think Cloverfield was the first one since Blair Witch when it came out with the shaky cam I don't know I because uh, I'm trying to think like because I've, I've said this a couple of times, and I thought, 
because I could have swore the first time I watched it, I kind of hesitated because I felt like there was a lot of found footage. But I think you're right. I think it's it's far worse now. I think it was this movie that kind of kicked off that non-stop found footage movie. Yeah. But then again, I mean, like, the budget for this wasn't that huge. Mm -hmm. And part of that is because of the found footage aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's just one of those necessary evils, I guess, at this point, because you can keep costs almost, like, really, really low cost, mm -hmm. and then, especially if it's a, like, horror movie. Horror movies tend to do ridiculously huge numbers in comparison to their cost. Oh, they do. Because so you can make a horror so movie low. for 10 mil, and then generally... Cause and even 10 mil, we're talking, like, that's still kind of a high number. That's a high. That's like, like that's I'm saying, like, like the top like of the Bloomhouse stuff could be done for like five million, five, and then make Easy. like ten times that amount. We'll split them. Could you imagine that? Like five million, and if the movie makes fifty million, yeah, which isn't a huge box office by any means. Mm -hmm. That's like a massive success, ten times the budget. Yeah. So yeah, of course they're gonna churn out a million. Why do you think there was like a hundred Saw movies? Because they made them for like two million, and they were making eighty million every time they came out. Yeah. Oh, of course yeah. you're going to keep making them. Well, that's... Uh, and then Who cares if they're garbage? Final Destination, that's another one. Final Destination. Those typically didn't have huge budgets. Nope. You know, yeah, I'm sure the later ones, they creep mm -hmm. up Yeah, they, they up the ante a bit. There, but, but I mean, on, unless you're having, like, uh, diminishing returns, again, why wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, sure, I rolled my eyes at every single Final Destination that was out, but yeah. you can't argue with them. That's why I don't understand, like, why icons like Jason and Freddy and all that haven't returned yet because you can make those movies for so cheap. I think part of it... Uh, well, I, okay, so I'll actually say... Especially after the success of The Last Halloween. That blew up the box office. I'm going to say, though, with Halloween, Halloween, if this one didn't do as well, yeah, I think they would have taken a break from Halloween for so long because I feel like Halloween... And uh, Friday the 13th is a little bit tainted because of Rob Zombie. Because of what he was doing with those movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a as a Halloween fan, yeah. I don't care for those movies. And that's why... But I, they do. They have a big following. But do they have the same following as the originals? I mean, there's probably crossover there. There has to be. But it's got to be... But I almost feel like those are two different movies, though. Oh, they are. You know what I mean? They're 100% different. Like, even the... Like, I, I actually kind of thought that the Friday the 13th by Rob Zombie would have been a better fit than to go the Halloween route. You know? Yeah, yeah. But even then, I was still just kind of like, ah, I don't know. I think maybe it's because they've been around for so long that they're not as scary or they're not as iconic. Like, I mean, uh, if you think about it, it's different for us because, like, growing up, it... You know, it was Friday the Thirteenth. It was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It was Halloween. It was Child's Play. You know what yeah. I mean? It was Scream. That's later, but like I mean, but when we later, were kids, when yeah. we were kids. Those were the four. Those are the four. The four big ones. Chucky. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, there was there was Leatherface, but I never watched the Texas Chainsaw movies. Yeah, I was I never. Could, I couldn't get into them. I never watched them either. I never even tried to. Yeah. Because like I, because I also was never really a huge Friday the Thirteenth fan either. You know what I mean? And then there was a whole list of like uh, like smaller icon characters too. Like the, Leprechaun, le Leprechaun, Pinface, Candyman, well, Hellraiser, Hellraiser, yeah. 
Candyman. Oh, man. The tall man from the Phantasm movies. They made a ton of those. Yeah, that's like, right. There, there was Scarecrow? Scarecrow, yeah. There's a lot. Or no, no, not Scarecrow. Pumpkinhead. Oh, Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead, yeah. 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 Well, because uh, I think, again, like we're talking like low-budget movies that could just kill it in the, in the, uh, mm. in the box office. But like Pumpkinhead was fucked up. I watched that one and I was like, uh, I probably shouldn't have. I did like It was Pumpkinhead. a good movie. It wasn't really a good movie. I mean, visually, he looked awesome. Yeah, he looked absolutely incredible. Which isn't surprising. It was Stan Winston that did it. Exactly. Of course it's going to look awesome. And uh, you had Lance Henriksen in there, so you're like, okay, well, this can't be that bad. It is. Lance Henriksen stars in every movie that I'm afraid of. Yeah, exactly. Terminator, Alien, like whatever. He was the only guy that played a Terminator, an Alien, and another one. A Predator? Yeah, because he was in uh, Alien vs. Predator. That's right. He's the only guy to fight all three. That's right, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But I mean... Actually, yeah, we could do this all day because there's the Aliens movies. Oh, yeah. The Predator movies, which uh, was like one of the first like horror action flicks that I think I've ever seen. You know? I watched, is... I actually watched Predator 2 before Predator 1. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. Because my dad had both the Predators on VHS, but he wouldn't let me watch those at all. I wasn't near, allowed to go near those. And then I ended up catching some of Predator 2 and watching it one day. It scared huh. the fuck out of me because it was the part where all the guys are skinned in the subway or whatever it oh. was. And I was just like, oh, no. Mm. Yeah. I see why I wasn't allowed to I, watch uh, this. <laughs> yeah. I I watched Predator first, so I didn't watch uh, the second. But although with Aliens, Aliens I watched first. I didn't watch Alien. I watched Aliens first, too. Yeah. I watched the sequel first and then... Uh, because when Aliens came out, I was alive. You know, like Alien yeah. came out way before we were born. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So. But I also, it's I think it's because Aliens is also more commercial mm. because it is an action horror flick. But I also didn't watch Aliens till later too. Like I oh, watched no. Aliens because I loved Terminator Two so much, and I found out James Cameron did Aliens. That's how that led me to watch Aliens. I'm trying to remember how I watched or why I watched Aliens. I can't even remember exactly why. I think it was because of the design of the alien itself. Yeah. Uh, the Xeomorph. Yeah. I think that, because it's just so iconic. Actually, I would say Aliens is probably the first horror action flick, because that came out right that came out before Predator. I want to say it did. It did. It was 86. Predator was 87. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so... Yeah, we're way off Cloverfield we can, Yeah, we can just definitely do this. I don't thing. know how we got there. The Cloverfield okay. stuff itself was awesome. The, uh, the stuff with the military made a lot of sense. Yeah, oh man, I was laughing so hard when uh, the, the the four of them are walking down the street and the clover comes out in front of them, ah, and TJ was like, oh shit, and they turn around and all the freaking missiles are going off, and he gets to the one side and everyone goes to the other, and I was just like, this poor fucker, the tank's going by him, there's all these guys shooting, and exactly. like, I'd be shitting myself in that moment. Oh yeah, like, like that was really, like, a, like I said, like a, overall, it's still a really good movie. Okay, I just don't like it nearly as much as I did, for that one big reason. That one reason. That one and that, reason. That, if you don't like that, that's a pretty huge reason. That's a hard. The whole movie is based around that. Because like, like I said, and uh, it's funny because every single time they're like, "Dude, get rid of the camera," I'm just like, "Yeah, get rid of the fucking camera." Like I know it makes no sense because then you wouldn't have a story. The only time where like, get rid of the camera, and he didn't get rid of the camera, I was like, "Yeah, come on, now you should get rid of the camera." Is when they were crossing the fucking building. Yes. And he's like, put the camera down. And it's like, you fucking 
slip once, you're gone, man. You need two hands, buddy. Yeah. You need two fucking hands. Yeah. Nah, I could do with one. Yeah. We did, but I was still... Yeah. Like, even if you were to have, like... I think bull cameras had, like, a wrap that went around your neck, too, right? So, like, when you're not holding it, it's, like, flopping. Something like that, even. If when that's you, you the see, case, like, his two hands, and yeah, then the camera's like, kind of waving. things like that are fun. I don't know, but you're right. Like if that's the one hurdle, like that's a hard hurdle to get over. Yeah. And and it is kind of disappointing because, like I said, like the Cloverfield stuff is awesome. Mm-hmm. The Clover, like I still can't get over the monster design. The monster design is incredible. Yeah. Um, and then just that concept too, because you're just like, it's huge already, and this is a baby. Mm-hmm. That's even huger. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, you know what, like... Well, I'll do a quick run-through yes, like, cast yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so, this is the first film directed by Matt Reeves. Yeah, who well, went, I talked about that today. Who went on to do uh, Let Me In, oh. the second and the third Planet of the Eight remake Oof. films, and now The Batman. And honestly, while I was watching this and looking at this cast of characters, I've been thinking of Let Me In and the two Planet of the Apes movies. Actually, hold on. I never watched Let Me In. Let Me In is the American version. Yes. I watched the original. The original is amazing. Well, the original is amazing. That's why I didn't want to watch the remake. Is just even as though good. it's uh, is it Chloe Moretz? Yeah, yeah. And I love her. I think she's amazing. It's just as good as the okay. original. Okay, all right. I will definitely check it out. But I, uh, again, um, I do love his directing. Yeah. Because like I mean, that Planet of the Apes trilogy is awesome, but those second and third movies are amazing. Like all this chat about how they're going to cast the Batman, and I just keep thinking like, if Matt Reeves wanted to cast the Batman, he really just has to look at the past four movies he did. No, he, he could probably no. cast a lot of them. Just get Army Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I don't want Army Hammer. I hate him. I uh, hate him. No, no. Sounds like that's not happening anyway. So. I apparently, yeah, I, I caught that. Ring. I caught. I actually caught. Uh, I should have wrote it down. But um, did you see his shortlist? It was revealed yesterday. No. the official no. shortlist of who he's looking at. No, I missed there. that. Some, some, they're all, they're, they're, they're guys you've seen before, but they're not, people don't know the name. Yeah, I feel like that's the best way to do it. that's the best it. way to do it. Especially because. There was one guy in there that I really like, uh, Jack Rayner, I think. Do you remember Snakes on the Plane? I actually never watched that movie all the way through. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, what else was he in? That doesn't matter. But anyways, I, I enjoy this guy's acting and I was like, it's an interesting choice for their for Batman. Okay. But I mean, like, they're still doing a year one thing from the sounds of it. It sounds like it's, it's a young Batman. I don't think it's going to be year one, though. I think it, it's a young Batman, but not quite year one. Because it sounds like they're going to do, it's a rogue movie. Like, there's, there's a rogue gallery in the movie. We're going to see at least four villains, apparently. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So maybe it's like a year two movie, then? Maybe. Or three. It's possible. If I'm looking at the cast of women in this movie, I'm like, these are all amazingly talented, beautiful women that could play Catwoman, Poison Ivy, easily. Hmm, okay. Lizzie Kaplan? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. She, I can definitely see her as Poison Ivy. What about Odette? Um, Beth in the movie. I can see her as Catwoman. So Beth again? The girlfriend. Oh, is that, that's the one, like, right at the beginning? Yeah, the one that's stuck, in the, in, the, stuck in the building? Yeah. yeah, the Coney Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't no? see it. I would poison ivy. I see her as poison ivy. Uh, 
Actually, you know what? Jessica Lucas is black girl. I'd be fine with them changing the race of one of those characters because she was such a good actress. Yeah, those two I could see definitely for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Catherine, I could see as a great poison ivy I, for sure. Catwoman, um, yeah. Catwoman. So I see Jessica Lucas as Catwoman. Yeah, I'd have to agree. You know, she could look like uh, what's it, uh, Angelina Jolie's character in Wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looked like Halle Berry, but they cast Angelina Jolie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think if he wants to cast that movie, he, and and Planet of the Apes two and three have such a good cast. Oh, man. you could easily get. They're Cooper all great cast. movies. They're all great like, movies, but that second was. You know what? Get, crazy good. Get me Andy Serkis as the Penguin. Ooh yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Definitely yeah. as the Penguin. Yeah. Especially after his uh, his claw claws. Claw? Davis Claw. That's right. Yeah. He's just grimy in that movie. I know. Like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and so and it's funny because in the comic books, he's not really depicted as like that kind of a just grimy, shitty person. Mm-hmm. But he like is unapologetically a slime ball. He's he revels in it. And I loved it. I thought yeah. that was great. It's like I think moving forward, if they reintroduce that character, it'll be more like that mm-hmm. instead of his. Uh, Oh, definitely. I mean, they red and purple outfit. They've already done with uh, Killmonger and Shuri in the comics. Like they're one hundred percent the movie version. So. Well, Killmonger was killed. Yeah. So, <laughs> or no, no, he wasn't killed in the comic books. But uh, yeah, but I mean, his well, it's Tony Stark. Yeah. It's Star Lord. Same thing. Like mm-hmm. they're they change them to reflect, but these are in some cases better than they were in the comic books. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah, getting back to the movie, amazing creature design. I love the whole story behind it, the the, the look of it. The I sound. Even... I love the sound, the way it sounds. Oh, yeah. And speaking of sound, I know you are going to say something there, but let me just, like, quickly, yeah. like, the movie has no music. I know! Which I fucking love. That actually... I love. It really brings you into the movie. 100%. It, it, plus, it sells that you're with these people. Yeah. Because essentially, the idea behind this found footage stuff is that you're the main character. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you're the main character, and maybe that's why another reason why I was so griping about it because I'd be like, like, I don't I'd throw be, that fucking camera. I don't want to be TJ Miller. It's not even that. It's just like I would throw away that camera. That'd be like my first move or yeah. or something. But like, but yeah, like we talked about how the movie was or music was kind of off putting in some scenes in the host. The fact that there was no music was a great idea. It was genius great to idea. do that. Absolutely genius because that now it's the scenarios that they're in that sells the suspense mm-hmm. and the thrilling aspects, and in some cases the horrifying aspects. The tunnel scene <clears throat> with the night vision and everything, and just the light flashing around with no music yep. and just the sound of them—that it gave me chills. It, I was like, "You did not need music." It reminded this. me of times where, like, you're at a bush party or something, mm-hmm. and you go off to take a pee. And then you realize, oh yeah, I'm completely by myself. In the dark. In, in the, the dark. Bush. In the bush. Yeah. And this is before like you had uh, fucking supercomputers that had giant cameras and flashers so you could actually have a flashlight or anything. So if you didn't bring a flashlight with you, you were dumb and just brought a beer. You're like, oh yeah, now I gotta get back <laughs> in this quiet, dark area. Yeah. You know? So that so that that scene alone, I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. Like that was one of those like, oh, I would not want to be there at all. I would not want to be there. Very at all. creepy. Yeah. 
So I love that. And then the, there's no music until the end credits. And that score in the end credits, which is, and I wrote it down because I love it. What is it? Uh, so much. Ballad for the Cloverfield Baby? Yeah, it's called it's called Roar the Cloverfield Overture. Oh, I was Oh, okay. Yeah. I was being a dick. Yeah, the score is by awesome. uh, Michael Gacchino, I guess his name is. But seriously, is one of the best monster themes I've heard in my life. Yeah. Probably <laughs> only second to the original Godzilla theme from 1954. Wow. Which is just you iconic. You can't beat that. It's iconic. Out. And I love a lot of monster movies. So for me to say that this is probably the second best. Like, it's a theme. Yeah. That's what I want in a monster movie. Yeah. I don't want it just a background, like a score playing. I want a theme to these monsters. I agree. I like that. Uh, especially because then when you uh, hear that theme later in like in other movies, you go, Ah. Yes, exactly. You know, and I, I really enjoy that. Um, I I like the whole cast. I thought the whole cast was great. I was shocked uh, by killing off the brother Jason so quickly in the movie. That bridge scene. When I first watched, it, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Oh my god! So exactly. none of these guys are safe if they're killing them that quick. And the other part, and also when they uh, they kill off Hud, uh, T.J. Miller's character. Yeah. They killed him off, and I didn't see that coming. At right all. at the end, gets beaten. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, but yeah, like they're, I I like it when you can't predict who lives and who dies. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, like even when Lizzie Kaplan died. That was shocking. That was like, oh, shocking oh yeah, she lived. Yeah. It was shocking for how it happened, and then because it was her, because like like she's one of those ones where, like you, I almost feel like I've grown up with her. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I've seen her in a million things. Yeah. And I've always liked her. You know, so then, but yeah, like uh, all bets are off type of thing, which I really like. And it also is just one of those things where I think more movies should play that card. Just because you've got actors that are higher up, you know, if you kill them off right in the beginning or some, somewhat soon, then you're kind of like, holy shit, like. Uh, you want to really throw the audience off. Oh, like with uh, Deep Blue Sea when Sam Jackson gets yeah. it. Yeah. That. Well, you right kind of see it coming when he's giving the big speech in front of the pool. But you don't. But <laughs> up until that point, you never thought he was going to be one of those, one of the early ones to die. Mm. You know? Yeah, you're right. Like in retrospect, as soon as it happens, I'm like, I don't know how I didn't see that coming. That movie had a lot of shocking moments, like the fact that uh, Saffron Burroughs, the woman, dies and LL Cool J lives. I don't, that was my thought too. It's like they let a black guy live. Yeah. These movies always kill them first. They called attention to it. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm dead. Yeah. I'm the black guy. I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, and then they let him live, and you're like, well, I guess they kind of had to if they call like, attention. If the shark grabs him too, and you're like, oh. But then mm -hmm. he comes out of the water, he's using his cross to stab him in the eye. I was just like, yeah! Yeah. Oh, cool. and, and, well, we also got one of the greatest soundtracks of all times. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Deepest, bluest, my head is like a shark's fan. <laughs> it is head, though, right? We talked about this no, last No, it, it's fin. Hand is you like thought a, it was head. No, no, I'm saying... I always say it was deepest, bluest. bluest. My hand is like a shark's fin. Oh, it's my head's like a shark's fin. It is my head is like my a shark's fin. My head is yeah. like a shark's fin. Yeah. What that does for you... Either one is dumb. I have no idea. Either yeah, one either one, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but we were stupid kids and we thought it was awesome. Still a great movie, though. Still a great movie. Fuck. Still I want to watch movie. that movie again. Yeah. It's, that's one of those ones where, like, it still holds up. I really enjoy how well mm -hmm. it holds up. Oh, yeah. It really yeah. does. Um, I, I enjoyed the cutting in and out of the tape to show the, the a couple weeks ago with Rob and Beth. I thought I, that gave I did, backstory a, a I nice... liked that. I did like that. I also liked how, because uh, at that point I spent the entire time looking for the shot of it falling. Yeah, the Easter egg? Yeah. 
I know, I heard about that, and I was like, what? And then I watched it, and then I watched it, and then I finally saw it. And I'm going to give a, a, a Cloverfield Paradox spoiler right now. So if you haven't seen it, cut, a, cut ahead by about a minute or so. Because um, it's a recent film, and you might not have seen that one. Or you might have heard the reviews were terrible, and you were like, ah, I'm good. Yeah, I, I listen to other people. I don't make my own decisions. Oh, oof. Mm, ah, spicy meatballs. Yeah, there you go. I just... The toxicity of, of online and, and the geekdom of these days. I actually thought you were going to say the toxicity of our city. <laughs> <laughs> System of down. Oh, I fucked that one up. System of down. There oh, we you go. were totally me on that one. System of down. Anyway, okay. so uh, the toxicity uh, of the online community. Cloverfield Paradox? The movie ended with the pod falling. And then the Cloverfield monster jumping out. Remember that? So yeah. now I was reading today while well, watching, well, because I was watching this clip again today, and I was reading all the comments, and one guy's like, I bet you that's the pod from Paradox, because if you listen, if you watch one of those clips on YouTube and you listen, you can hear the exact roar from the end of Paradox, just really quiet in the background during that Conan scene. Huh. Yeah. So then, but the Cloverfield monster in Paradox is so much huger. It looks huger. It stuck its head out of the fucking clouds. It did. In the right. upper atmosphere clouds. That's right. So maybe it was the monster falling. But then again, we're also talking about, like, Cloverfield Paradox deals with alternate dimensions. Mm -hmm. So, like, the argument is that... Yeah, that monster at the end of Paradox, I assume, was the mother the baby was looking for the whole time. That's right. Because it's giant. It's right. like, out of the clouds. So, yeah. like, in the one dimension that they're talking about where... The mom has destroyed everything. Yeah. Looking for the baby. Could be... I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, but I thought it was an interesting theory. That is an interesting theory. Okay, paradox talk. Done. You're safe. Okay. Alright. Oh, did you have more paradox? Paradox sorry. talk. Continuing. No, Go away. No, I'm good. I'm good. I was, probably, I was just going to say, like, I, I just... I, I did enjoy it. Oh, okay. I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed paradox yeah. a lot. It's, uh, it is the weakest of the three, though, in my opinion. <clears throat> it is. It is, yeah. Because I'm like, I'm... Uh... I don't find it much weaker, though. Like, I, I enjoy it, actually, more than... 10 Cloverfield Lane, I thought, was an amazing film, but I, it didn't have that replay value to me. Like, I don't feel like I could watch that over and over again. Whereas Paradox oh, and the actually, original, I feel like I could watch a lot more. Yeah, they're all one and done for me, actually. Yeah? Yeah, I don't think I'll ever watch Paradox again. Because it wasn't good enough for me to be like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, although I haven't watched Overlord yet. That doesn't take place in the Cloverfield Lane. I don't care. I'm just stating. It looks awesome. It looked the awesome. Reviews are insane. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pumped to watch that. Zombies in World War II. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, man, this is awesome. Sign me up. It, and it looks like it's it's got that like grimy grindhouse feel to it. It looks dirty. Yeah. Like, it's going to be just a gory mess. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. Um, yeah, so like I said, like for me, ultimately, it's still a really good monster movie, mm -hmm. um, and the positives don't quite outweigh the one big negative for me. Yeah, well, um, that, I mean that's a pretty big negative. You don't like that, you're. Yeah, I mean, like uh, it's kind of like uh, it's like if you're a big Resident Evil fan, then you play Resident Evil Seven, and it's all first person. Mm. If you don't like first person, you're not gonna like that game. Yeah, it's simple as that. So, it's not that I don't like first person, it's just, it just took me 
Well, it's funny because Konami did the same thing with Silent Hill. They had that one entry, I think it was the fourth. Oh, yeah, the room. The room. The room. That went first person. And that really, I liked it, but it didn't feel like Silent Hill to me. It felt like maybe a spin-off game of the regular games. Well, they had aspects. When you were in the room, it was first person. But then when you got out of the room, then it It was third third person. third, right. Um, It just, it, it felt different to me. Yeah, but then again, even for me, like, the Silent Hill games, those were, so... Because, like, we, in the previous campcast, we were talking about how you couldn't really get into Splinter Cell because they were really hard games. Mm-hmm. And, yes, they were really hard games. Uh, and the reason I think I like Chaos Theory the most is because while it is a hard game, you can still... Like, the first one was if you got soft scene, you mm-hmm. started over. You know what I mean? Yeah. The second one, they had it where it was a little bit more freeing in the gameplay... I don't think they had as many like start overs again. Whereas in the third one, it was more open ended. It was kind of like uh, Metal Gear Solid, where like if you got seen, if you hid or you killed the guy, then it was fine. Okay, you know what it I wasn't mean? just like you've been seen, mission restart. Exactly. Because that pissed me off when I was playing the original. Oh, it pissed me off when I was playing playing it too. Like I, I was loving it, and then it was just like boom, you seen. And, and also, the other thing I didn't like about the first one was it's incredibly linear. Very. So if you play any of the Metal Gear Solids, where you have multiple ways to do, especially like Snake Eater mm-hmm. and games after that, Snake Eater and Four, where it's like, if you want a running gun, running gun. If you want to snipe, snipe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they do that aspect as well. They make it a little bit more open ended. Nice. In terms of, uh, or not, not as linear. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's a great game. Great mm-hmm. game. But having said that, so. Uh, the hell was it? The tough games that we were just talking about. We were just talking about the game that was hard. You're talking about Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Games that were hard that I couldn't get into. I just lost it. I literally just lost it. That's that is professional. Yeah. Wow. So you're, you're going somewhere else with that. That's done. Yeah. Yep. Well, the points you did make were really, really well done. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Ultimately, <laughs> the point was, whatever the game that I was talking about that you played that you really liked, yes. but I couldn't get into because it was hard or unforgiving or something like that, that was ultimately the point. So I was kind of saying, I agree with you in that aspect. Okay. So I can see where... Because we were coming off... You started talking about Resident Evil because you were talking about... First person. First person. The Switch. Yeah. Switch, yes. But I can't, there was a game in between, and I can't remember what that was. Silent Hill. Silent Hill, yes. Okay, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Silent Hill was too hard for me. So I couldn't get into the game. Silent Hill 1 was very fucking hard. Yeah. And it was just creepy. It's The fog. Fucked. The fog. I mean, we're talking like PS1 super pixelated. You play, you play Resident Evil. Yeah. And and I'll, I'll be flat out. I've never beat Resident Evil 1. Because when you leave the mansion, and then you get back in... And all the rooms are that had zombies are now replaced with hunters. I was like, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Because, of course, my gameplay style wasn't run from everything. It was like, kill everything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Resident Evil 2 I loved. It was one of my favorite Resident Evils of all time. But Silent Hill, super creepy. Like, playing Resident Evil is scary and it's creepy. Nothing touches Silent Hill. The fog, the... Static, the when things are coming near you. Music. 
the fact that you're actually just playing a regular dude, mm-hmm. so you don't really have skills, yeah. and they emphasize that in the game, I was like, man, and the puzzles were insane. I was like, I can't do this. And I didn't care enough to, to power through it. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so that's an example of a game that was too hard for me to play. I couldn't beat them either. Uh, the first and the second I played, I think I skipped three altogether and went right to the room. I don't even think I played the third. I remember playing the demo for the room and I was just like, nope. The room I actually really liked. Really? But again. But like you said, it, would, it didn't feel like a... I couldn't keep, I couldn't stay with horror games. I, I can watch a horror movie and be like, ah, because if I'm a real big pussy, I can kind of cover my eyes a little until that scene's kind of coming to an end. Yeah, or you can pause it and leave it till you collect yourself. You don't have like, that with a game, though. You have to just, you have to be watching. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. because, uh, <laughs> what's that one that just came out recently? It's got a sequel to it. Um, it's a horror game? Yeah. It's like a Resident Evil Oh, horror Evil game. Within. Yeah. Okay, so that one, uh, it came up on a free download, and I actually gave that a go, and you're right, like, you're tense the entire time, mm-hmm. because you're like, I don't know, I mean, first of all, I didn't know anything about the game other than you had cool ways to kill bad guys, but they really emphasized the survival aspect, so they're like, yeah, maybe don't use all the bullets or whatever, and I think I played like two hours, and then I was just like, I I'm, I'm good. I'm, I don't need to play this anymore because mm-hmm. it's like um, constantly being in that almost red alert state that when you put the game down, when you finally get to put the game down, you're just kind of like, you need a while to be like, Whew. Yeah, you need that calm down period. And yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't really get that with a lot of those games. Dying Light is amazing. It's like Weird's Age with Zombies. Amazing. Except you gotta really be good on that controller with the parkour shit, and I, I was nailing that stuff, but nighttime, when it's dark out, and you're getting attacked by all angles by these crazy fucking zombies that only come out at night, and they're scaring the shit out of you, you try to keep that composure to do some parkour when you're getting the shit scared out of you. Like I was fucking, uh, 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 getting ripped apart. <laughs> it's, like, like, it's like, this is you in real life, yeah. like, during the day, I could do all of this stuff, yeah. and then at night, you're like, oh no, this is real, huh? <laughs> uh, no, Just don't kill no, me, please no, don't kill no. me. Yeah, so I was just like, I don't think I could do this for 40 hours. Yeah, I don't know. Put her down. I mean, like, okay, so, uh, well, even, like, Outlast. Oh, Outlast is horrifying. Outlast is horrifying. fucking horrifying. It's, it's actually horrifying enough that I've watched, like, gameplay stuff. And even watching gameplay stuff, I'm like, I can't. I got it. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I did a demo on that. Played maybe 35 minutes, 40 minutes. My palms were sweating. Yeah. Like, they were sweating. I was just like... I couldn't imagine that. Like, can't do it. Just, oh. Can't do it. I give, like, gamers that play games like that, I, I'll give you guys credit, because, like... I, oh, hell I, yeah. I could not Huge do it. Huge credit. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I mean, like, even, like... Though that would be a, bit, a funny video series. Just playing horror games and getting the shit scared out of you. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. But I've seen enough of those clips that it's too late to do it now. We could get some of those adult diaper people to sponsor us. But that's what I mean, like... I've seen enough of those style clips that it's, it would be pointless for us to do it anyway. Yeah. Because people would be like, ah, we've seen it before. Done there, done that. Yeah, exactly. Though, exactly. funny enough, I've played a couple horror games in VR. Fine. Wow. And you think that would scare me more. Yeah. But I, I was playing Until Dawn with my dad and my sister. <laughs> yeah. 
Megan was screaming at everything. Like, ah, 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 ah. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm pretty good at keeping in, in like when I'm in VR, keeping like, this is fake. Like even the shark cage stuff. Sharks scare the fuck out of me. I was going to say. Thank you, Steven Spielberg, for that. I, I was going to say, that's it's probably because in your head you're like, this is fake. This is yeah. fake. This is fake. But, but it seems weird that when you're fully immersed that way, it's harder, or it's easier for you to make that connection when you're literally like, like TV screen in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think part of it too for me is I'm just not really a huge fan of the genre. So the games, while I, you know, the gameplay could be amazing, like, uh, like Resident Evil 2, like I said, like I really love Resident Evil 2, but Resident Evil 2 isn't necessarily a scary game per se. No, it has its moments. It's suspenseful. It's it's suspenseful, yeah. yeah. But then once you get to a certain point in the game, uh, I feel like once you leave the police station, you're good enough that you're like, eh. although the plant guys are so fucking scary. Mm. Those guys, because they just sound all gross and creepy. <laughs> you know, like even just watching the replay or the new version with the the Rad Brad, even when we get to that part, I was just like, oh yeah, I forgot about those guys. Even the stuff with Mr. X, you're just like, oh yeah, fuck. He's worse than this game. You know? Yeah. But, uh, give me a stealth game and I'll play that all fucking night. Yeah, I love some stealth. Oh, man. I, love, I mean, I don't love the, the Splinter Cell stealth, where it's like, you're spotted and you're done. I like stealth where if you're spotted, you have an option to get out of it and head back into it. Yeah, well, and that's how, and that's why I was saying, like, with Hitman, like, uh, that's how, they, it's pretty open-ended how you, you could kill everybody if you wanted to. Yeah. You know? You can set alerts off like crazy if you really wanted to. Mm. You know? Um, and that, and with Metal Gear, like, I would always stealth it, but if I was caught, never really bothered me. i just run, hide in a locker, guy comes by, sneak out, snap his yeah, neck. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I'm, I'm good with it, and that's why I've always loved Metal Gear Same the here. Most. It's funny, like, because even, like, I remember, because I was a siphon filter guy. Yeah. I always, like, in retrospect, yeah, I were. was... Look you back were. and I go, that's so strange that that's the one where I was kind of like, oh, you know? Because, yeah. um, like, it, in retrospect, like, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, but they weren't that great games. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There were some, like, well, the first two. The first two were actually really good games. <clears throat> but uh, some of the shit I remember just being like, I can't believe. They had one scene where there's a plane flying overhead, so you have to complete the level, right? And then you have to get to this point, and you have to snipe the uh, briefcase out of this guy's hand. I remember that. And I one-shotted it. I got so fucking lucky. <laughs> okay? like I'm, And I'm not even kidding. Because, like, uh, Ryan. Remember Ryan? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Not yeah, Portal yeah. but the other yeah, other Ryan. Yeah. The one we beat up in the mattress, or the, the cushions in the living room yeah, all the yeah. time. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that guy. one, yeah. Um, he... Because we're playing the same game, well, you know, different save files. He could not beat that part. He was so mad at that part. And when I one-shot it, he was even madder. He's like, how the fuck did that? I was, I, I, I just kind of lined it up and shot. Like I, yeah, it's, just, it's a complete fluke. Like, I got lucky. This was yeah. not even in my height where, like, now when I play games, stealth games, I'm looking for sniper options. Mm -hmm. Especially because of Metal Gear. I'm like, man, if I could just, as soon as I got a sniper, I'm like, yep. We're good. 
We're great because that guy's dead, that guy's dead, that guy's dead. Now let's stroll through the fucking level because yep. I don't have to worry about shit because I killed everybody. Look for some shit without Hell, worrying about getting caught. In sneaky air when you're just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to raise an alert just to kill more guys. <laughs> <laughs> like the mountain sequence. Yeah. You get one perch and you're just like, you know what, I'm going to wound him so he calls for backup. I'll lay everybody out. <laughs> lay them all out. Take them all out. You know, so I got incredibly lucky. Um, but yeah, they're not really that good at games, and if they were, if they were had staying power, I think that's also why I kind of stayed away from Cypher, or Splinter Cell at first, was because I was like, oh, is that just a newer version of Siphon Filter? No, it's... It, no. Yeah. No. But it is a very unforgiving stealth game. I remember the, when the first Splinter Cell was coming out, it was all about the graphics. Yeah. No one was talking about gameplay, or anything. Yeah. It was all like, look at the lighting we're doing on this. And yes, I bought an Xbox... An Xbox One, but the first Xbox. Yep. Just to play that game. Yeah, which is kind of funny to think about it. Actually, that's a lie. That was the second game I bought. First game I bought was Steel Battalion. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bought for Steel Battalion. Um, the, the idea of being in a mech with all the controls, I was like, yeah! Yeah, yeah that's pretty, that is a cool idea. Cost me 200 bucks and I returned it the next day. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. They don't, they don't say that, like... <sighs> I need some more room for this. Yeah, okay. You got pedals and a giant board that control your mech, right? Right. Yeah. So now the board is, because I'm pedaling, well, it, it was not a fun experience. That's one of those things, too, like, uh, whenever I watch mech movies and they make it so that, like, uh, Pacific Rim, for instance, mm -hmm. they physically are moving everything. Yeah. I'm always just like, that's crazy. Like, that's nuts. But then, like, same with, like, Gundam and stuff like that, too, where, you know, they have to be one with the machine so that it can work perfectly. You're like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. But in gameplay, I would really hate that. Mm. Like, if I had to be like... Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. You're like, are you fucking for real? I want to be fat and lazy. I don't want to get a workout playing a video game. I think it took me ten minutes just to walk out of the building at the beginning of that game. And I was like... <laughs> Uh, and this is back in the day where EB was like cool with you, like yeah, just return something within the first couple of days, even if it's open. You I can it, just imagine, especially it. because you were a huge slut for Zone of the Enders, and you were probably thinking of it like, oh yeah, Zone of the Enders, but controlling it like oh, a man, yeah. And then you do it, you're just like, can I play Zone of the Enders again? Yeah, no. Although Zone of the Enders was great, yeah, and hilarious because I only bought Zone of the Enders to play the Metal Gear Two demo. Yeah. I end up loving Zone of the Enders. I, I, that game was great. Zone of the Enders 2 I remember really liking as well. Which they just remade for PlayStation VR. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I haven't tried it yet. But I'm going to try it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, so I don't have anything I don't else, else to say about Cloverfield. I don't think I have anything else to say about video games. Mm -hmm. um, I think, I think I'm about done here. Are you about done right here? I think I am about You know what? Done. I think I'm done too because this, this, and this. Yeah, you went. I got a full bladder. You went to town, son. I went to town and I'm talking a lot right now. Yeah, well. I um, even cut you off a couple times. Okay. That was a pile of speech today. It's, it's all good. Well, then take us out. Take us out? Take us out. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Ken Levitsky. That is Chris Mercy. This is the Geek Pants Camcast. If you enjoyed it, please follow us and like and subscribe. We're on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, 
We're on SoundCloud, Chris. I know that. If you don't want to see us, you can at least put us in your ear holes. Plus data. Plus mm. data if you go through the SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Or iTunes. We're there, too. That's right. I don't think anyone really knows that because I don't think we have anyone listening to us on iTunes. But one day we will. That's right. One day, one we, day will. we will. <sighs> Chris, so, this has been a good chat. So, thank you very much for, uh, thank you for stopping by. Oh. Damn it, you didn't do it again. Are you kidding? Well, you stay classy, San Diego. That's the whole fucking thing. These pancakes are delicious. You look like a boo. That's not even making me look like, like you a look like a boo. It's frustrating. It is frustrating. Especially because you're the one that's got to pee. Mm. So you, you I actually don't have to pee. I was just, it was a good way to wrap them up. <laughs> Lying For about everyone to go, issues. that poor bastard, he's mm-hmm. got to pee. We should stop watching this and let him go. All right. All right. Okay. That's good. Yeah.